Yo, I'm Chad. And I like cookies. Um, and together we are... Jumpman! Yay! I feel like I'm on Sesame Street and I can't leave. Sure you can, they fired everyone. Yeah. But you know what, it was a long time coming. You know, like most of those guys, they were they had a sweet deal. And I know I know a, a, a lot of them. And you know, guys that stuck from it from the very beginning. I mean, I was watching season like 43 of Sesame Street and they're old. They're old people on Sesame Street. Like way old, like 80s old. I know, it's like, you guys fucking want to get buried on Sesame Street? <laughs> a lot of them, I mean, yeah, they want to go out like Hooper, man. Oh. Like, memorialize me, avenge me. Like, you guys are going to fucking die <laughs> on camera. And Alma will be like, Oh no! I'm on the CPR! <laughs> how, how many breaths? 30? Like, Alma, just let them die, Alma. <laughs> the count, the die. count. One, one <laughs> rescue breath. Uh, uh, oh shit. Two, two rescued breaths. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Okay, Cookie, back to compressions. <laughs> not, not, not anymore, man. I, I'm, I'm just so confused with CPR. The way I learned it... It's not the way they teach it anymore. I like, right, gotta do thirty and two. Of course, you you know. Yep. I heard that you don't have to do rescue breaths anymore. You just like just get the heart working and call an ambulance. Yeah, it's thirty and two, but if you don't feel confident, then you just keep doing compressions. Mm-hmm. I watched an old uh, an old original Star Trek episode where Kirk impresses some uh, some natives, some Native American looking aliens on some uh, Native American looking planets. And he's like, check this out. And he does like this weird, oh, really, yeah. really awkward CPR using like the legs to pump mm-hmm. the legs up. And Yeah, old school, baby. Yeah, and, and they're so impressed with him. And watching at the time, I was like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, they thought he was a god, right? Because he brought the girl back from the dead, just a banger. Yeah, and I'm and you know, watching that as a kid in like yeah. the '80s, I was like, that is the dumbest looking thing. He's supposed to be like spaceman with future technology. Yeah, no, if that had been an old guy, Kirk wouldn't even bothered. But he's like, that chick, she's so hot. What a waste, I must save her. Yeah, he's like, I need more rescue breaths. He's like, I'm doing fine. No, more rescue breaths. Yes, now for, now for the backdoor compressions. <laughs> like, I need more rescue breasts. I mean, yes, uh... This, yes, this is now the Heimlich time. <laughs> hey, this so Remove many... all restrictive clothing. Time for some Heimlich. Yeah. Ah, there's so many... That, you know, you learn so many dirty jokes when you learn uh, CPR in high school. Oh, man. <laughs> we just like, because <laughs> ours were like when you when they had like the, the printouts going so it could tell if you were like if you're doing it correctly or not. Mm. And so you'd wait till the teacher wasn't looking and you'd jump over the desk and just beat the shit out of someone else's <laughs> dummy. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. And then the, and the, beat, and the readout's like, bam, 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 bam. Oh, no. Like he's fucking dead. <laughs> like, it sows your grade, bitch. <laughs> Say hello to a fail. <laughs> I just said that's what they, and, like, and the teacher was blind. And I'm not joking. She was fucking legally blind. Actually blind. blind. Yeah. So she, she's like, what? What's happening? She's like, fucking auger from over the dark crystal. <laughs> what happened? She turns her one eye towards you. You're like, nothing. 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 Dude. Fucking Leroy killed his, though. <laughs> like, we fucking, this one, I know I've said this story before, but I don't care. Like, this one on college visit day, this one girl, her younger sister came and she had to bring her baby. And like the baby would cry and something had to soothe it and it would record the entire time. And this, wait, wait, and this is a robot baby, by the way. Yeah, it's a robot baby. Yeah, because it's recording the all its stuff and she had to keep it for a week and then bring it back to her class. And so she was like, if it cries, I have to pick it up, otherwise I fail and stuff. And I fucking put that baby in a full Nelson. And my friend Andy just like fucking speed bagged it. Bam, 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 bam. Shot to the gut, Ugh, to the face, baby. And the baby's like, ah, I quit. I tap out. I tap out. I'm like, no, keep going, baby. And then she's like, Why are you fucking kidding me? She's like, I just failed. I was like, You should protect your baby from college, college kids. What that, were that you thinking? A, bringing a baby on campus? Yeah, that is a, that is a, an abject lesson, lady. You can't bring a baby to a party, especially not your parties. Exactly. So I. I just can't help it. Every time I see someone else doing a CPR mannequin for a grade, I need to fucking kill that mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and somebody, like, I don't know if kids today, kids today uh, have this kind of thing, but definitely whoever wrote that kick-ass episode of Batman Beyond where he has to do the same exact thing yeah. knows knows exactly where we're coming from. I had to get recertified in June 
and it was funny because our old school uh, uh, girls gym teacher, I don't want to say her name, but she oh. was the instructor. Oh. <laughs> it, it rhymes with Farley. Oh, no. Did she remember? Would, did she have fond memories of you? So, and she's been retired for a long time, but I came up to her and was like, hey. And she's like, I know you. Oh, man. I'm like, yeah. She's like, Williams, right? I'm like, yeah. And, and she's like, the older one. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, the good one. Not that shitbird, Jared. Phew. <laughs> 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 wow. Not, not younger, bro. <laughs> thank goodness for Jared. I got to tell you. <laughs> Having somebody way more memorably terrible than me yeah. is pretty amazing because, you know, I just like when I came into to, to school, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're Eric's brother. Eric was so nice. What a great student. And then a uh, few weeks in, you do not live up to his expectations. Like, it was funny. You are, you are shitting in his shadow right now, Mr. Williams. And I was such a dirty bastard in school, too. I just always got away with it. Wow. Like step one, make friends with teachers. Step two, organize crime. Step three, plausible <laughs> deniability. Wow! Like I, I didn't fucking get in trouble all high school until senior year. When I mean, they frowned upon vandalism. But <laughs> <laughs> signing my name to the uh, graffiti was was probably fucking stupid. Yeah, now that I think back on. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I would always make friends with the teacher, and then I'd fucking I'd be the ringleader, and then I'd be like, "What me?" No, come on, that's not me. I didn't rip the top of the desk off and go wakeboarding down the hall. Are you serious? By the way, I did that. <laughs> In Spanish class, we fucking ripped the top. It was like a laminated sealant to the top of the desk. Oh, fucking yeah. ripped that off. Down the hall, started running, threw it on the ground, and then just jumped on her knees and went <laughs> down the hallway. <laughs> that's legendary. That See, I, I think our, our little brother did that and more, but just did not give a crap. Well, he'd knock at the principal's door and be like, yo, by the way, I fucking did this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he, he did it all that and more, was super infamous, and he was the student council president at the same time. Early, yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll drink to you, Jared. Good job. Yeah, he was in, like, like the vice principal's office, and he knew that he was going to get in big trouble. Mm-hmm. But he's like, if I just piss them off and get suspended now, then they won't dig too deep into this. And he just fucking put his <laughs> arm on the desk and just cleared everything off the desk. Wee! <laughs> like, five days OSS. He's like, oh, good. They don't find out about that other shit. <laughs> so, but anyway, so when we were in, when we were doing the CPR certification in June, um, that was the, like, we, we started off on, on each other. We started off on people. And I was like, this is bullshit, man. I was like, we're going to roll this, this person over and bullshit. And then finally we moved over to the dummies. That was my first question. I was like, hey, are these, uh, these being monitored? Like, no, no, just, uh, just do your best. It's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Can't mess with anybody's. Oh, sure. You, well, well, I mean, the, our, our thing was whenever she wasn't looking and our teacher could only barely kind of see, uh, so you could basically do anything. Um, we would take, they had like alcohol wipes, but then she had like a bottle of rubbing alcohol. And so you're supposed to wipe it off with rubbing alcohol before the next person like puts their face on the the training dummy. Mm -hmm. So we would just, I mean, it would just take like a whole napkin full of rubbing alcohol and get like the whole face, get inside (laughs) the mouth. So that when they went out, it was just like, it was just awful. I mean, somebody pranked, somebody pranked me with that first. I was like, oh fuck, now I'm just going to do it to everybody. Oh yeah. See now you just use like breathing masks and stuff. So you don't even put you don't even put your lips on them anymore. You don't, you don't even French them anymore. See, <laughs> Captain this bullshit. Captain Kirk, he knew what he was doing. He knew yeah. exactly what he's doing. He's like, yeah, you know, just like kind of fuck around. You're like, yeah, I'll just mess with the legs a little bit. Yeah, you know, like, you know, do some signs. Yeah, put my mouth on her. That's you know, Kirk really didn't was. know what to do, so he just gave her the shocker, and that just, <laughs> just woke her right up. <laughs> <laughs> It's like works every time. That's totally yeah. a thing. That's totally a thing in Japan. Little kids try and like stick their finger up adults' buttholes. Kacha. Okay. There's a word. <laughs> there's a word for it. But yeah, watch your yeah. butthole if you go to Japan. <laughs> okay, I, you're, I'm gonna have to remember that one. If you're, if you're around little kids, watch out, dude. Yeah, it's this total thing. They they make fun of it in uh, Naruto all the time. You put your hands together. You know, like the uh, the old thing. Like here's the church. There's a steeple. Yeah. So you just take the steeple part and and go up to somebody unsuspecting from behind it. Bam! Right in the butt. I bet they like it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so what do you got to talk about today? I got like one thing. Uh, I, I will. I'm first. First, I'm going to tell you about something I did not like. Then I'm going to okay. tell you about something I did like. Okay. So and I, have um, movie, I have a movie review. It's my last movie review of the summer. Aw. Summer. And then next week I'll do I'll do my summer movie review. Awesome. Of all of the movies, but 
Love it. So, uh, I think it was not last week, but two weeks ago, I gave you some first impressions of Harry Potter and the Cursed oh, yes. Child. Which, which turns out was not written by J.K. Rowling. No, no. It was written by, by two gentlemen, you know, scriptwriters. Yeah. And she, she said, I think I mentioned this, she said she read it and she was like, yeah, I think like those were some of the themes that I would have done. Really? You know, and she, I mean, she, she wrote like an epilogue that was like 20-ish years later in like the final part of the final book. And yeah. So this takes place like pretty soon, like after that. So have but, you read it yet? No, I was waiting for someone to tell me whether I should because one, it's written as a screenplay and two, she didn't write it. So I was a little leery. Okay. So let me tell you, and, and I'm just going to spoil this because it it's, not worth your time. Okay, I kind of got that feeling. Yeah, it's uh, it's but it's worth your time if you have not read any fan fiction about Harry Potter. Like if you've read and there's so much fan fiction out there, and so you you know you get to get your absolute shit and your absolute like genius level stuff. If you read mm-hmm. some great fan fiction, this is garbage, right? Okay. And it's just terrible. If you have not read any fan fiction at all, if you're just coming off of reading the books and, you know, you're totally vanilla about that kind of stuff, this could be totally cool, right? Like, you can have a good time. It's kind of like watching the movie first and then going back and reading the book. Like, you could read this and be like, wow, that was totally awesome. And then somebody could say, hey, and now I want to introduce you to actually good fan fiction that will blow your mind. And you can enjoy both. Yeah, I haven't read any fan fiction. So, well... Well, you know what? Maybe take a crack at it. You know, mm. I, I I wouldn't pay money for it per se because it's like you know yeah. it's a rehearsal script. Yeah. But um, you know, I was riding high that first act of like I think I feel like the first act is like like the the second best part of the book because you, you don't know what's going to happen. There's all mm-hmm. these characters. You know, it's like it, it takes place in the future. Harry Potter is you know a dad. Right. And he's kind of like a terrible dad. And mm-hmm. he's and he just wants to like work and focus and he's like, Ah, my kids, can I just go on autopilot with you guys? Great, fine, thanks. Um, and by the end of the first act you can kinda of tell like where the plot's gonna go, but Harry Potter is not the main character of the story. He's like, I didn't have parents, so it's okay if I'm a shitty one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and actually he he he, ta- he talks to the painting of Dumbledore. Because you know, like in the in the world of Harry Potter, you can talk to the previous headmasters through their paintings. Yeah. Even though they're dead, and he's like talks to you, and he's like, "Dumbledore, you were the only father I had, and you were terrible." And he's like, "Harry, I'm a painting." Ha ha. So, so most of the script does not involve Harry Potter. It involves right. his fucking annoying as hell son, Albus. Uh. So the main so it runs in the family. Yeah, exactly. So, but this is like Harry Potter with no redeeming qualities because he's not an underdog, right? He's mm-hmm. not shit on his whole life. He's not discovering magic. We're not discovering magic through him. He's just the son of some famous magician, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I don't know, he's just an asshole. Which I mean, yeah. maybe he's just like like every teenager. So it's about Albus and his new friend Scorpius. Scorpius. <laughs> Scorpius. It's like. Like, who fucking named uh, Malfoy's uh, son? Was it fucking George Lucas? I hope so. Darth Scorpius? I know. <laughs> like, oh, what's a fucking badass uh, Sith name? The, well, Scorpius? No, we'll go with Tyrannus. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, yeah. no, the, 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 I actually love that name. It fits him so well because Scorpius in the book is like, his dad gave him like this badass name, Scorpius. But he just turns out to be, like, the nicest, lamest, blandest nerd, like, super nerd on the planet. Mm, okay. So it's kind of, like, a, like ironic. Yeah. Like, he, he's actually the only good part of the book. Like, he's, like, the best character. Like, you really, like, root for this guy. You know, he's, like, down on his luck. Everybody thinks he's, like, the bastard child of, like, Lord Voldemort. Everybody hates him, mistrusts him. And he's, like, hey, I don't care about all this stuff. I'm the friends with, like, Harry Potter's son. That's pretty dope. You know, and doesn't yeah. like let it let him get him down. Mm-hmm. So okay. there's all kinds of like time travel and back and forth between the present day and way back in these scenes from the movies that you know would they assume that you've seen. 
And uh, it's just awful. It's 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 just terrible. And I will spoil one thing, and that's at the end of the play, nothing mm-hmm. has happened. Zero. Uh-huh. It's one of those time travel stories where you're like, and nothing, no one will ever know. Yeah, I'm not reading it. No, fuck it. <laughs> it it's it's terrible. <laughs> it it's, doesn't sound that good. No, it's it's bad. It's bad. That's a pass. There's 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 some twists. But no, they're stupid twists. Stupid. And no, like, the twist she should have like gone back and banged Hermione. Well, the thing is, they they go. <laughs> I always thought about it. <laughs> they 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 go back in time and they're like, we're gonna change one thing. I'm like, God, mm-hmm. it's like these scriptwriters have never ever read or assume that the audience has never read us any movie or book or anything about time travel so like mm-hmm. we're gonna go back and change one thing and oh fuck we're in the future and everything's totally changed we yeah. don't know what a butterfly effect is fuck let's go back and change something even bigger <laughs> it's stupid stupid yeah. anyway moving on that was terrible don't buy it but but if you're watching a gazillion dollar production of it maybe just maybe that's pretty cool like Mm -hmm. you can't just judge it by like the script alone because you know like things change you know things are in development for a time you know it's the rehearsal script so maybe they'll have figured out how to make it cool on screen okay so i look forward to the musical coming over to new york city and then maybe if fantastic beasts does well maybe they'll adapt it into a movie who knows Mm -hmm. but in its present form it's god awful don't don't touch it yeah good to know yeah it's like the evil in the mailbox at the end of the time bandits. They're like, don't touch it! Yeah. Don't touch it! Yeah, I can touch it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, uh, we actually got No Man's Sky, which, God, the the game of world just won't shut up about. Yeah. You know, rightly so. It's one of the most hyped games of, uh, let's say, of this year. The mm-hmm. hyped game of the year. It's an un- it's an unlimited, endless um, space adventure where you're cruising through the galaxy one planet at a time exploring naming like you can it's a shared universe with uh, like thousands and th- like hundreds of thousands of different players but you'll never see them because the universe is so massive oh yeah i did hear about this game yes it sound it sounded cool i've been watching my wife play mm-hmm. which you know it's pretty cool it's fun to watch somebody else play because they have a totally different play style yeah so you start out, it's kind of like, um, we just watched the movie, um, not Gravity, but uh, Interstellar. Okay. So at the, at the end of Interstellar, there's a woman uh, who's on the space team who goes, uh, breaks off from the mission and goes down to explore planets on her own. And at the very end, I think it's like even like the last shot, we see her like on the planet, her spaceship's busted, her crew member that she was going to go rescue is dead, and she's all alone on a planet by herself. Mm-hmm. That's where this game begins. Okay. So you're on an alien world. Your your ship is all crashed and messed up. You have to like harvest resources from the crap you have around you, like trees and animals and rocks and stuff, to uh, to grind up into resources. To like, there's a lot of like resource management. Like, okay, mm-hmm. fuck. All right, my life support is dying. I have to like, go get some carbon from something to uh to like feed into it and then like oh well my thermal shielding is dying because i'm on a froze like a frozen planet so mm-hmm. i gotta go get something to work for that and so w- by the time you get like all the resources to fix your ship and fix your stuff like you know you've explored like a good chunk of you know where you landed okay you have a mining gun which is super cool which can actually uh, destroy parts of the environment as well as fire at like the creatures that are around us Mm-hmm. thankfully there weren't any like asshole creatures there were like a couple and then but mainly they were like these pineapple things with teeth on the planet we were we were stuck on at first and like um some fox looking things but they were they were pretty tame pretty tame then there were like this brain like like a lit actual brain with like tentacles like <coughs> john carpenter's the thing running around like yeah. dressing us up occasionally but it's really hard to die like my wife tried really hard to die on purpose Kill maybe, me. maybe maybe not a purpose, <laughs> but it's actually really hard to die. You get a lot, a lot of health. So it's you know it's about like keeping your shit together, resource management, you know, and just like having like a nice chill time where you're exploring stuff. If that's your cup of tea, resource management and exploration, this is the game for you. 
Mm, I need danger. There is danger, but not all the time. Mm. Like, you're not mm. being hunted. There's no... I mean, there's a story, but it's not like a story happening all the time. You don't go on missions. You're just like, okay, I'm up here in space. Which planet do I go explore to go get resources so I can trade at the space station for stuff to maybe upgrade my stuff so I can go explore? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, not not your cup of tea. There needs to be danger or competition of some sort. And that's what half of, I think, everybody that's like – bitching and moaning about this game like doesn't understand is like sometimes an experience is just not right for you you know just to other people like stoners this is like the greatest game ever because Mm -hmm. you just like chill out and look at like these wackadoo like weird colored planets like the planet we landed on was like green and red and freezing Mm -hmm. all the time sounds like christmas (laughs) it sounds like crystal meth a little bit but no i mean we're we're like slowly playing and having like 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 uh, it's it's not like there's no danger there's danger but it there's just not you know the galaxy is not in peril doesn't need saving there's no space babes to bang at this point mm-hmm. so that's that's my first impressions review if that sounds like a good i like a good idea like hey i want to fire up my game console maybe not pc yet um, and just like chill out, name some creatures, shoot some creatures, mine some rocks. <laughs> you can't mm. you can't build a base yet, but that's rumored to, to come soon. Uh, if that's your thing, then this is the game for you. Otherwise, don't even bother because you're just gonna get pissed off. Yeah, see, I kind of want to like capture a bunch of these people on these planets and kind of like like Negan from. <laughs> <laughs> from like the walking dead <laughs> just fucking rein them in and own them mm. so if you can't do that then no dude no <clears throat> I, I think you would you would dig playing saints row 4 i've been playing that a lot mm. a lot a lot it's the greatest game ever it's 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 if you have like the matrix except it's a video game and it's fucking awesome to play yeah. i've just been upgrading you're inside a digital simulation trying to overthrow this uh, evil alien guy who's got a, the remnants of humanity enslaved in this matrix. And so, of course, you can get upgraded with superpowers. So it's like mm-hmm. playing GTA, but you never have to get into a car because you can run so damn fast. Like, you're like you're smashing into cars without caring on your That's way nice. to like, the next uh, mission. Nice. Oh, it's so much fun. It's like it gives you exactly what you want all the time. So here's my final movie review of the summer. And again, next week I'll do my recap of the whole season. Mm. Um, I told you there's, you know, you got to take your girl or your guy or whatever on one date every summer. Mm-hmm. And I took my wife to go see Bad Moms. Oh, yeah. That's the one with uh, Mila Kunis. And uh, Mila, she's a mom. Yeah, and Kristen Bell. And then oh, I forget the actress, but she was in Step Brothers and The Goods, Live Hard, Sell Hard, I think it was called. Hmm. And a couple of other ones. She's really funny. Son of a bitch. I feel like I'm, I feel bad I can't give her the respect because she stole the show in this movie. Hmm. Um, it was funny. It was good. I liked it. All the women in the theater loved it. All right. So because it's just about these three women and the only dudes in it are it was pathetic. It- was it, Ka- was it Catherine Hahn? Uh, I had I had to look at the face oh, and put Christ- it with uh, wait Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate is the evil person in it. Yeah, and so is Jada Pinkett Smith. Ah, so I mean it's all women. There's no dudes in this movie. The only dudes in this movie are like really quick in and out. They're either like total douchebags or there's like one nice guy because he's a widower <laughs> and he carries his and he carries his daughter's backpack to school. Everyone's like, oh, but. <laughs> The cool thing about this movie is, you know, they kind of flip the script a little bit, which is fun. Like, women get to be kind of, like, fucking, like, they're, like, there's a lot of, like, raunchy sex jokes from, Mm -hmm. like, on the women's perspective and stuff. And, like, everyone in the theater, I was there was, like, me and two other dudes there. Mm -hmm. And, like, the theater was just exploding. And uh, I was laughing pretty good, too. I wasn't laughing quite as hard, but it was good. It was, it was, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't raunchy enough. Mm. Like, there was some really good, like, you know hard R sex jokes and stuff. And there was a couple good moments where they just cut loose and they're just totally immaturing it up, even though they're moms and stuff, which mm-hmm. was good. I wanted even more. 
Yeah. Because it was mixed in with them, like, trying to be good or, or being sad or, you know, railing about life. I wanted them to go even farther into it. Like, they, they pulled back a little bit. They're like, well, we still have to make her responsible and we still have to make sure that there are lessons that are learned and stuff like that. So I wish it had gone full zonkers kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it was still, it was fun. And like I said, for the one date movie of the year, I got off easy. <laughs> it wasn't the fucking wasn't fucking time traveler's wife. Yep. It wasn't the, wasn't the notebook or anything like that, you know. So uh so and and I was it was enjoyable. Like it was definitely like I said there were some really great scenes that was making me laugh. I just thought they should have kept going even farther. It yeah. was kind of like um a better version of uh who's the fucking guy who does all those movies like knocked up. Well, like Judd Apatow? Uh, yes, it was like that but better cuz it wasn't quite as long and the downer wasn't quite as down. Mm. But it still, you know, kicked off with some good shit, and it was still kind of funny. And but they still make you learn some life lessons and bullshit. Uh. I mean, the the most the, the the shittiest part of the entire movie was when Mila Kunis is at a bar, and she's just split with her guy because he's a douchebag, and she's trying to get back out in the prowl. She's like, I haven't gotten laid in a while and stuff like that. And like, and then you and you watch this montage of Mila Kunis failing with every <laughs> single guy at the bar. Damn. And, you know, she's saying stuff like, oh, my nipples are chafing and mom stuff and this and that. And it's like, I don't fucking care, man. Mila Kunis is coming on to me. I don't care what the fuck she's saying. (laughs) I was like, yes, please. Wait, you're coming over here. You want me. Okay. I don't care if you're talking like a mom. Let's go right now. That's well, (laughs) that that's clearly written from the from like a woman's perspective, because there's there's like a lot a lot going on that, you know, like all this all this like stuff happening like all the time like oh man is this good enough is that good enough like am i good enough and like if you're thinking about like what what the guy's perspective is is like i don't give a shit about any of that it's me look like now if if there's a chick at the bar and she's like "Mm, you know maybe like a butterface or something like that and then you're thinking like well and then she starts talking you know mama she's like yeah i'm fucking cutting my losses forget this but it's mila kunis Mm-hmm. I may not even be hearing anything that's bouncing up from my mouth <laughs> at this point. I'm just thinking, what we're doing later. So that was the one. And I even turned to my wife. I was like, yeah, come on. Like, no one's going to stick at Mila Kunis at this bar. And she's like, yeah, but I mean, she's talking about how, you know, her nipples are cracked from breastfeeding. Well, I was like, I, I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Let's go. Yep. So, but no, it was good. It was funny. Um I said lots of sex jokes that that all the women in the audience were laughing at, and uh, and for me it was funny, and I got off of summer date movie uh, pretty easily. So overall, you know, if you've got a chick that you want to go see it with, by all means. Uh, otherwise, no, <laughs> I I don't really I don't really see a couple dudes going to see this, and it probably it most definitely helps if you are a parent. Sure. If well, you are not a parent, you're not going to really understand this movie. I I think the only people who who watch this movie who are not like um like female or in a relationship or parents are people who thought it was a porn bad mom sounds like <laughs> porn just saying yeah so i mean it's been doing all it's been doing pretty well for uh you know it hasn't been lighting it up it's not that one uh comedy of the summer that's just like 100 million dollars mm-hmm. but it's, it's it's done it's earned back its budget and it's been doing all right so sweet hey bad moms too so yeah christina applegate you know she's a good a good bitch. There's no sequel. There can't be. Oh. There's just nowhere to go, really. And it, it didn't, it's not, not making that much money. But, okay. Yeah. So overall, you know, wasn't disappointing and, uh, you know, didn't cost too much to go see it. So, <laughs> bad man. There's always an emotional toll when you go see a movie that you're not really invested in. Exactly. So, and it wasn't bad. Although, you, you know what? The worst part of seeing Bad Moms is the fucking previews, dude. Oh, Holy no. shit. I forgot how different previews were for chick movies <laughs> and kid movies. Like, usually when I go to see a movie, it's like explosions in the previews, mm-hmm. fucking badass one-liners, Bruce Willis, <laughs> you know, like a danger. And then you go see a kid movie and they're like, ah, oh, check this out. Look what's coming. Here's the fucking farting dog. Okay. <laughs> you know? And then you get to these chick movies and it's like, Bridget Jones's Diary Part Three. Oh yeah, I saw that trailer. Bridget Jones, <laughs> Renee Zellweger looks like a piece of shit now, but for some reason, this one fucking hot doctor guy wants to totally bang her, and so does Colin Firth from The Kingsman. Oh man, she just got it made, getting laid, but now she doesn't know who the dad is. Oh poo. 
And I was like, kill me. Like, I can't. <laughs> get me out of here. It's killing me. I was like, I was like turning Pokemon Go on, on my phone. Oh, and, no. just... <laughs> and then the one after that, oh, then they're like, all right, so that's for chicks over 30. Here's for the teenagers. There's this guy, and he was fucking born on Mars because his mom was a slutty astronaut. <laughs> didn't realize she was not, she didn't realize she was knocked up. So this kid's born on Mars, right? What? And they can't get him back to Earth until he's like 16, and he doesn't know how to fit in. So he just says stuff without realizing the ramifications, like telling a girl, "You look super pretty. You're the prettiest girl I've ever met." And she's like, oh, "You said that out loud? Yeah, why? Isn't it? Don't we? Shouldn't we just tell the truth? Oh my God, I love you." Uh, but I don't really know how to fit in. Don't worry, I'll help you. By the way, my, my heart can't take the fucking gravity from Earth because I was born on Mars, so I might die. So let's live every day like it's our last, just me and you. My God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you are 16 and a chick, you are going to see this movie. <laughs> he totally gets me. Not like these Earth boys. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's worse, Bridget Jones or this piece of shit that we're watching. It's killing me. Dude, there was like five previews. It was They were all bad. I was like, where's the fucking Rogue One preview? Come on. <laughs> the main character's a chick. Can't we see that? Nope. No. Oh, man, dude. There's some shitty movies coming out this Christmas. Like what? And I don't. I don't even. Oh, to all those previews. It got, it got worse after that. <laughs> it was. It was fucking bad, dude. So, but I was just like, holy shit! I forgot that there are other movies that come out that get put in front of as previews, and they're not the ones that I like to see. No, I was. I was laughing at that. Uh, at the Bridget Jones movie because just watching the trailer, I was like, wait a second, this is this is totally exactly like a Helen Hunt movie that I worked on. And it has, like, the same actors. Oh. It was just bizarre. There's this movie called uh, And Then She Found Me, and uh, I wound up driving around Helen Hunt and, and uh, Bette Midler around New York nice. City for a time. And Helen Hunt is just a backseat driver times, like, one million. But anyways, I was, I was looking at it like, yo, Matthew Broderick, Colin Firth, those were like, wait, they're playing the exact same roles from that movie. Mm. Like an indie movie, like, ten yeah. years ago. It's just yeah, weird. Was- this one's Colin Firth and that uh, fucking Patrick guy. Oh. Anywho, I was, um, I, yeah. I, was, I was enamored with how strangely similar it was, but that's movies. Yeah. Formulaic chick flick. Yeah. Coming soon. And then again, and then again. But Bad Moms is cool, so good right. job. Cool. Well, dude. I can tell you about a trailer I really saw. What's that? This was not in front of Bad Mom, though. This was on the interwebs. See, I, I've uh, resigned to not watching anything else about the Star Wars movie. Because I'm just like, I don't care what they divulge. I'm on Star Wars, like, hiatus until I'm in the seats watching the movie. I don't care what new information. I'm already pumped. I don't want to spoil anything else about, like, Rogue One. Yeah, I mean, Rogue One, there wasn't much to say. It just... Last time, all it did was like flash on the faces of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, who's that? Ooh, who's that? Ooh, who's that? And this time, they each got like five seconds to say something. Yeah. Like, I like the Force. I'm fucking old. <laughs> I'm a talking robot. <laughs> you know? Are you sure about this? Yes, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. You know? And then at the end, they just show the fucking back of Darth Vader's head. Yeah. And that's all I needed. Like, I saw that. So nice. then I played it for my son without telling him that Vader was at the end. And he's like, ah! Uh-huh. And I looked at him. I was like, ah! <laughs> so I was like, but I don't know if you're going to watch this yet. So Yeah. Mm. Instead, you get the farting dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I saw um, the latest. It was kind of a movie preview. It was more like, like a teaser trailer for... Resident Evil, the final, final, final movie. Oh, yeah. I saw the... It's just like a bunch of fucking stunts, the movie. Yes. I mean, like, how old... How much, How much? I mean, like, it's been like 15 years since the first one, but I don't know how much time has elapsed in their movie land because at this point, she should really be pulling her hamstrings or, like, you know, breaking her ankles when she does all those slow-motion backflips, kicks. Mm. I, I read... It, I, it's even listed, like, on the trailer that um, she's the sole survivor of what was meant of a battle that was meant to be humanity's last stand. So, <laughs> spoiler alert, 
everybody in the battle on top of the White House dies except for Alice. Well, I was about to say, yeah, when they show the White House, aren't they surrounded by like a million like liquors or whatever they call them? Yep. And she so. licks her way out of that mess. So, but so they're not bringing back like those other characters, like Claire and. I mean, they probably start exactly where they. I mean, you know, there's there's always like a hook before the boring yeah. section, so they probably show the battle first, open with the battle. Then she's alone for a long ass time. Then she goes to the hive because she has to to save the world or some nonsense. Yeah, I did see that they bring her back to Raccoon City, and she has to dodge another laser grid. You know, it's like, what's old is new. So they're like, look, remember this movie that you were on the fence about, or maybe you were too young to see and thought it was cool? Here it is again. I mean, the the laser grid in the first movie was so good, and then they did it in like three, they did like every other movie, and then it just got worse and worse, but. See, I didn't see it like, all I saw was, uh, like, they did it in Resident Evil 4, and they made it cool. Uh, Is that the one where Alice dies by laser grid? No, no, I mean, um, uh, oh, Resident Evil 4, the video, video game. game. Yeah. When oh. they did it in the video game, it was like, oh, hell, throwback to the movie, that's cool, and you yeah. can actually get past it. Yeah, so, I mean, this one, yeah, they don't really say too much, but, I mean, you know, same old, same old shit. We'll see. Hopefully they got better green screens this time. Yeah. Last time it was pretty bad. I hope this is the last one. I mean, like, the stunt woman for Alice, like, lost her arm. Oh, jeez, really? Yeah, dude, it was a big deal. It's like they, they were in South Africa filming, and some stunt went wrong, and, you know, stunts aren't always safe. Right. They're, they're as safe as they can be, but shit can always go wrong, and she lost her arm. Oh, that sucks. All right, well, yeah. I'm going to stop I'm gonna stop bashing the movie out of respect for that for now. Yeah. Until next time. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on, um, did you see a little dust-up online when The Rock was wrapping up his Fast and Furious 8, and he fucking called out Vin Diesel. I did. What did, what did The Rock say? Well, The Rock was like, oh, this is my last week on Fast and Furious. I just want to say how much of a good time I had and how amazing all of my female actress co-stars were. They were amazing. <laughs> the guys, however, they fucking sucked. One in particular, I'm not going to call him out because he'd be too chicken shit to do anything about it. But, you know, I just wish people more professional. Peace, The Rock. Damn, and so, really? Of course, that, that's all you needed to get everyone digging. And of course, in like in five seconds, like, ah, it's confirmed. That's Vin Diesel. He is fucking talking about Vin Diesel. He's not talking about Ludacris. <laughs> He's talking about Vin Diesel. Oh, no. Vin Diesel. I liked Vin Diesel. Uh, I mean, as soon as I, because obviously I'm a huge rock fan, I will always take the rock side. Well, so, of course, my thought was like, fucking Vin Diesel, man. He's all super cocky, you know, like he fucking runs his franchise, you know, and like, I bet you that guy is a, is a lazy dick. And then, of course, Vin Diesel's camp is like, well, I mean, here's what happened. Like, The Rock, you just kept fucking being late to everything, man. Hmm. This is not cool, Rock. You can't be late. But I was just like, come on. Take this to the next level. Because I want The Rock, in his wrestling persona, to just cut some scathing interviews on Vin <laughs> Diesel. Because The Rock would just crush him. Vin Diesel would be like, street, rules, family, blah, blah. You know, and The Rock, if he was playing his Rock persona cutting up Vin Diesel's uh, Fast and Furious persona. I couldn't yeah. think of his name. <laughs> I just always call him Vin Diesel when we, when we review his movies. <laughs> I think it's Xander. No, Xander that's Cage. Triple, yeah, Triple X. He can go back to it. He's going that, back that, to it. That preview just came out, but I didn't see it. Hmm. You want to watch it right now? Yes. Yes. Let's, let's Welcome this up. to the Xander Zone. Let's watch the trailer. Let's watch the okay, trailer. Wait, wait. We're gonna we're gonna synchronize. So wait, so load it up. <laughs> what, oh, I what's, have to be careful what's... how I web search this, or it's gonna have something dirty come up. Okay, so triple X twenty sixteen. Return trailer. Trailer one. I'm okay. going to IGN. Hold on here a second. I'm gonna hit play and then hit pause just to make sure. Wait, I got wait, it. wait, wait a second. How how long is the uh, is the trailer you're gonna click on? I got one that's 124. Like, okay, it's a movie clips, maybe? It says yeah. Return XXX Return of Xander Cage Trailer 1. Right. Oh, okay. no, it's kind of advertising. This one's like a teaser. All right, so I got a Chicken Bacon Club teaser happening. <laughs> All right. Hold on, 15 oh, seconds. Oh, mine, mine skipped the ad. All right. Oh, nice. Now, tell me if it opens up on uh, ex- Establishing Shot of a City. Yes. Yes, it does. All right, hold on. All right, let me... Let me cue my. Let me tell you, it is not. It Are is you not ready? New York City. Wait, wait. All right. So I'm going back to the beginning. We're we're gonna count down, three, two, one, and then click. Ready? All right, do it. 
Three, yeah. two, one, click. This fucking city. Fucking oh, Sam yes, Jackson. Sam Jackson. Ooh, lots of guns. Is that fucking robot hands? Oh. Sam Jackson in glasses equals villain. Just saying. He's almost doing his, uh, his fucking spy movie guy. Yeah. I think they're going for like a Jason Bourne oh. reboot, but... Is that the guy from... Oh, Vin Diesel in skis going down <laughs> a fucking Amazon rainforest. Oh, God. Oh! So there's going to be people... Skills and apps. People younger than him, not as experienced. Oh. We need someone who can walk into a tornado and come out the other side like it was a damn gentle breeze. Oh, he's got the tattoo! Oh, oh! He's skateboarding. Vin Diesel skateboarding. Everyone else is shooting and throwing knives, and he's like extreme sports. Oh, he just rode a dirt bike on the ocean. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone has guns except for Xander Cage. He's like, I just got extreme. Oh wait, <laughs> wait! I need to go back on the last part. What does the girl say? She says like. Like, something, something, adjectives, Xander Cage is back. I don't know. Guts, determination, sports. <laughs> he was, he is riding, he is surfing a huge wave on a dirt bike. By the way, that is totally possible. I think it was this, this summer I saw somebody, like, all you do is, like, strap a, uh, strap, like, a ski to the bottom of the dirt bike get it going fast enough and you can totally do it it's possible but not vin diesel well i mean you know they just i mean it's it's like the 90s all over again we're like yo you just heard about this crazy ass sport it's in a movie vin diesel on that skateboard going on the hill was hilarious but vin diesel on skis, skis. going through the amazon dry land and that lady mm. we need someone who can go through a what was it, a hurricane or tornado yep. and Treated like come out like it was a gentle breeze. I just want. Are you fucking kidding me? That's supposed to be awesome. I I want somebody to be to follow up to be like, yo, Jason Bourne. You're like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Actually, be like, well, I mean, Steven Skull's so fat, fucking tornado wouldn't move that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's the immovable object. There was two different times where they cut to Vin Diesel laying like leaning backwards so like his neck fat is like pushed up and he's like <laughs> he's fucking doing like the the fucking cocky job of the hut laugh oh god <laughs> but dude <laughs> tell you sam sam jackson in glasses talking about how the world is changing or some nonsense straight out of kingsman yeah i was that's what i was thinking i'm like shit his kingsman guy's almost back i mean sam jackson was in the first two triple x's but he was more a straight guy then but right there he definitely sounded like almost like his kingsman character yeah without the lisp yeah, but it was still close. Mm. I mean, holy shit. That is just a steaming pile of awesome. Well, let's see. What <laughs> other steaming piles are in the related category? Let's see. Uh, Jackie Chan is in something. God, he looks old. Skip Trace. Uh, I mean. They, let's see. Uh, da, 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 I saw Batista kickboxer vengeance. Oh, yeah. Jean-Claude back, baby. He's the coach this time. Ooh. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. It's hey. all come full circle. I'm not watching anymore, but... No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the original Triple X, it was so bad. It was so bad. And I didn't even see Triple X Ice Cube. Now, wait a second, wait a second. Robert De Niro is in a boxing movie playing what I assume is the coach called Hands oh. of Stone. No, for the seventh time. Yeah. He's in Robert De Niro for the seventh time in a boxing movie. He was just in a boxing movie last year where he was still boxing. Hmm. He was like a rematch from 30 years ago from some guy that was ducking him or something. Hmm. So he just like, I need, he, he wants to come full circle too. He's like, I got to go back to like one of the greatest roles I ever did. <laughs> so, oh man, oh, I needed that though. I needed to see some triple X Xander Cage. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, at, um, I, at some point he has to say the words cage match. There, there is a dude. So I'm, I'm rewatching it. There's a dude at the very top with two robot arms, like robot yeah. forearms. Like he put on some Nintendo Power gloves, but they got weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Satellites falling out of the sky. 
explosion happening in a city. Let's let's find the one dude skiing in the Amazon. <laughs> Same and then day. It, and then it kind of looked like they were in like you know some like national defense room, and like the guy from the raid just comes in and starts like kickboxing the shit out of like some secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> I just see like paperwork flying in the air. Oh, ah! there's like a world's best boss mug got split in half. Yep, it's cool. Well, I just can't. That's true. So uh, if if you in any way uh, jump off a giant uh, control tower, uh, two to three hundred, I'm just assuming feet down in skis. It doesn't matter if you have skis on or not. You're going to die. (laughs) You're dead. (laughs) He somehow like I don't know what is more unrealistic, Xander Cage skiing through Amazon trees or like that Disney cartoon Tarzan movie where he's surfing (laughs) over trees. That was cool. Like, it's basically the same thing. That is true. That is true. Why do you even need the skis? I guess so it could be, like, sports. Yeah. Sports! I, I mean, because they showed him on a dirt bike, on a skateboard, and on skis. But uh, re-watching this, it's like every every single time we see him, he's doing some kind of sport. Like, he's sports master. Dude, it's the sports master movie. Yeah, sports Holy master. shit. No, no, seriously. Like, put the sports master helmet on this guy. It's yeah. like, that's all he uses. Everyone else has guns and knives. He's like, I got a fucking Casey Jones this shit right here. Uh, seeing him actually pretend to move around made me realize, like, whoa, he really just needs to be sitting in a car from now on. Yeah. <laughs> like, when he's moving fast, it should be in a car. Yeah. And when he's not in a car, he should be just stepping out of the car, just in time to punch a couple times and get back in the car, or be standing next to a grill holding a fucking Corona bottle right at the top of the neck. Do you ever see how Vin Diesel drinks a beer in Fast and Furious? Well, that, that's like... He fucking holds it by the neck. Well, that's that's like standard actor fake drinking is to hold it up up top. So he you, always, you like take a quick swig. He always holds it by the neck. It's got to be a Corona that he holds by the neck. Mm. I mean, but that's it. I, after seeing that movie, I'm like, no, Steven Seagal. Oh, my God, I said Steven Seagal. <laughs> it's going to be the next generation. I'm telling no, you. Vin, Vin Diesel needs to be in a car. Or at a grill, or one foot out of the car to punch <laughs> someone and to get back in the car. Oh man! Well, next, I, I I feel like Triple X Four has to be uh, Xander Cage and Ice T together in like big ass mm. trench coats slash sniper outfits with a lot of heavy gear. Like, tell me right now. I mean, like one thing would just ruin would ruin him, and it's what ruined uh, Liam Neeson. If we Morning. saw. And it ruined Stephen Sewell kind of a way back in the day. And it kind of ruined Tom Cruise every now and then. If, although Tom Cruise thinks he looks great at it. But if we saw Vin Diesel running right now, mm. if, we try, if we saw Vin Diesel right now try to run, I think that would be, it would just blow it. it at, uh, he, would, he would no longer do movies. It would be over. At, at one, well, nobody looks good while running. There's like, no. there's like three rules. Nobody looks good while dancing, running, or eating. Right. But if we saw Vin Diesel try to run right now, it would oh, be yeah. bad. Uh, at 102, there's a full... It's like a uh, a set a half naked Vin Diesel coming out of the beach like a James Bond girl, uh, and and you know like he's got like a little bit of belly coming uh coming up after maybe some Hollywood digital uh, plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, not not super ripped. He kind of looks like the dude from Smash Mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like you know, put the bowling shirt back on, Vin Diesel. I want to hear Vin Diesel do the fucking all-star song by Smash Mouth, but as, like, spoken word. Hmm. Like, somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, family. <laughs> she was looking kind of dumb with the finger and the thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. <laughs> family. <laughs> he can fucking kill that song, spoken word. He, he kind of looks like uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis like chunked out a little bit. Mm. All right, I'm done. We're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, right? Yeah. All right, well, that that's, was good. That's probably all of that movie I'm going to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that looked really bad. I mean, I'll watch that for free someday with yeah. other people on DVD or HBO or something. But All right, dude. Even I have standards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I caught my first Pikachu. Dude. Yeah. Wow. So I'm literally driving around chauffeuring my son who's in the back seat holding my phone. And we're like cruising through all these parking lots, the Walmart all the way to the Aldi parking lot because they're all connected. Yes. 
And he's like, Dad, Pikachu's on the nearby. And I was like, oh, fuck that nearby thing. We're never going to find him. <laughs> he's like, nope, now he's gone. So I turn around go back. He's like, he's back. No, he's gone. I'm like, he's across the goddamn street. <laughs> so I go across the street to the Topps parking lot and pulled in next to the abandoned Pizza Hut. Yes. Boom, Pikachu hangs out at the abandoned Pizza Hut, just oh like a God. Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> so bam, baby. I don't care that his CP was a 34. Like, we got him. Wow, that's awesome, got dude. Got Pikachu. We bagged him. <sighs> that's so nice. cool. And so he had he came with three candies. So we powered him up to like an 80. <laughs> and uh, that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> we'll never catch another one. But I, I go jogging all the time. And so I always jog like four or five miles. And so I hatch 5K eggs every single time I go jogging. Mm. And so I've been, the last couple ones have been good. I've hatched some Geodudes. Uh, some sand shrews. Mm-mm. Those were both good. Um, That's nice. I, I didn't hatch anything. That's like a Nidorino the other day. I'm like, ah, oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. Go back in your egg. Yeah, those things scratched at my door every morning. Mm. So I have the Needle King. I just don't have the Needle Queen yet. Ooh. I'm working on it. And finally, you know, I got so sick of those Pidgeys and Pidgeotos and stuff, but I was like, you know what? Let me make a fucking super bird. <laughs> Yeah, and so I've just been powering up the shit out of one of them. <laughs> like awesome. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna max out a Pidgeot and hit two thousand eventually with it, mm-hmm. and just go to the gym and everyone's gonna laugh at me and be like, pick their fucking eyes out. Yeah, that's what Ash Ketchum would do. Ash Ketchum <laughs> is like, is like Doctor House. You know, they're like Doctor House. This man is suffering from a migraine. Give him more migraine. It's the only way he'll live. You know, like, you were. Sorry, go uh, ahead. Ash is like the same way. They're like, yo, Ash, you can't use electric type against a rock top. He's like, check this out. I'm just going to keep doing it until it works. You're a genius. <laughs> just, he's like, but if we use enough electricity, we <laughs> will just melt those rocks. <laughs> we'll just kill it. We'll make its eyeballs pop out. Yep. No, so you were telling me before, because I was telling you that I'm, I'm now watching the first season Indigo League with my son. Yes. And it's been kind of fun because they're the same Pokemon in the game and stuff. And you were saying that the first season is the only good one to watch because they have like real stories and stuff yeah and, and spoiler uh, did you get to the end by the way oh no no okay I, I won't spoil the ending but it's pretty good when they well, ended at end of season one i was like holy shit i can't believe they did that well i mean we got to the episode where where james from team rocket his parents are dead yeah they're in the caskets and he's like oh my god and then they fucking pop out prepare for trouble motherfucker <laughs> Make it double. We faked our deaths. But like halfway through this cartoon, I was like, holy shit. Like his parents are dead. And team, the rest of Team Rocket's like, yo, go get that inheritance. I was like, James's parents are dead. And there's the caskets right there on the camera. I was like, holy. I mean, eventually it turned into some crazy chick that looked just like Jesse Mm -hmm. that that he's been like uh, matched up with all his life or whatever. Right. But I was like, I was like, how fucking far are they going to take this? His parents are dead. There's the coffins. Meowth is still cracking jokes. I'm like, this season is crazy. Yeah, dude. So, well, you, you haven't gotten to the Jesse episode. At one point, they go into Jesse's backstory. That's fucking yeah. tragic. Mm. I mean, it is tragic. Like, her parents die, like, actual die, and she's mm. left with nothing. And I think, like, um, like she goes into an orphanage. Like, her mom doesn't have enough money to keep her, so she goes into an orphanage. And then at one point, like, her mom gets her back, but it's, like, it's all about money. And, like, she turns, like, Team Rocket is, like, the only family she's ever known. It's, like, I mean, they don't, like, the, you know, Japanese um, characters, they always Mm -hmm. paint, like, a gray, this is gray moral area to, like, are the villains really that different than the heroes? You know, who's the real bad person here? They they don't make it, like, He-Man where clearly Skeletor is bad. Yeah. You know, it's always, like, about circumstances, about, like, you know, like, hey, man, this would be you if it wasn't for X, Y, and Z, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, it's basically, I mean, I thought they were going to bang in a Meowth hot air balloon at the end. Because <laughs> they just keep talking about, like, they're like, you know, like, our lives suck, but we have our freedom. Mm. And that's all that matters. Like, we're in this together. We can do whatever the fuck we want, even though we have no money. And <laughs> we, we're, like, we're orphans that have kind of fallen in with, like, the fucking street king. Mm-hmm. And so we work for him, which sucks, but he's like, at least we have our freedom. I was like, oh, shit, guys, preach. Yeah. Yeah, too too bad they never ever succeed. I'm always rooting for them, and they always like ah fuck. They just need a bit. They just need like one break, and they never get it. Yeah. They have a, wait. Has uh, have you seen Butch and Cassidy yet? 
No, the last one I saw was like this far-fetched animal, and I was like, oh, this far-fetched oh, yeah. is pretty. He's pretty fucking cool. That was the first one I saw, actually. Really? Oh, it's like episode 32 out of like 50. So we're yeah. we're we're in there now, but Farfetch's like I'm going to far fuck you up with my fucking hockey stick. I know, right? It's like, yeah, start <laughs> using that stick, buddy. He just beats the shit out of Bulbasaur. Yeah. No, at one point, <laughs> at one point, you know, you think Jesse and James are bad and then like uh Butch and Cassidy show up and they're like Jesse and James but slightly different and Jesse's and James is like, "Oh, fuck those guys, fucking posers." Yeah, I mean, I saw the one where, like, the two gyms in the town just, like, destroyed the whole town, and they're just mm. beating the crap out of each other. That was yeah. pretty cool. It was, like, Electro Buzz like, versus these... Scyther, and they just doused them in ketchup, and they started just killing everyone. They're just, they're just, like, actual stories. You know, it just evolves. Past season one, it just evolves into, like, you know, hey, we're in this new town. Here's the person with the problem of the week, and their Pokemon yeah. needs to learn something, and the trainer needs to figure out what... Ash's fucking moral crusade is he's like, we need to love Pokemon. And the only way to fix it is just electroshock therapy. <laughs> I will shock you until you see the light. Like, I'm a bad guy. Pikachu! Ah! Oh, you know what? I'm I'm a kind of a dick, aren't I? Alright, I'm gonna change things. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> My balls will never grow hair again. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Pikachu. Yeah. That that and fucking Togepi. There there's certain Pokemon that are on the show that I'm like, oh fuck this. Anytime yeah. you're getting way too much screen time, Togepi, I hate you. And Chikorita mm-hmm. later later seasons, fucking Chikorita. Oh, that's true. That fucking pair with like the the necklace on it. I always yep. want to punch that. Yep. And he's like Pikachu. Why don't you just like hang out so that your voice actor can like collect a royalty check every episode? I'm just gonna main Chikorita from now on because he's super fucking annoying. Ah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out every single week over at iTunes. Subscribe to us if you don't mind, or at uh, jumpmanpodcast.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash jumpmanpodcast. Shout out to everybody commenting on our posts. Thanks, dudes. Uh, we're also at retrowaretv.com and elder geek.com. What, uh, what number episode is this, anyways? This is either 297 or 298, dude. We're getting up there. All right, so we're almost at 300. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, fuck, we got to plan something. <laughs> now, we'll, we're we going to be together for a Comic-Con, which is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So, actually, it's in a couple months. So, you know, uh, it'll be for, like 300 and change. Right. Anyway. Yeah, we're doing com- I'm already trying to, like, make plans there. I'm, like, talking to people. It's like, yo, you got to meet me in New York City. <laughs> got to yeah, make dude. this happen. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, uh. I I got a cos I'm gonna cosplay this time, Eric. Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys got me fired up about cosplay, so um, it's actually not that expensive to um to order like a pre-made like a custom-made uh, costume online. Yeah. So uh, there's these dudes over in I don't know probably like Hong Kong, um, that make uh costumes like straight out of Pokemon Go. Oh really? So yeah, so I got like a blue costume for Team Mystic, and it's like, it looks exactly like my avatar. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I got some props. I'm I'm not gonna be like one of those people who just like sits in the lobby waiting for somebody to take their picture. You guys mm-hmm. just, just just give it up, just give it up now. Gonna, like maybe somebody's gonna like think that it's cool, but like just keep it on the down low. Now take a four square ball and paint it like a pokeball and just fucking yeah. wing at it. Wing <laughs> at anyone dressed like an animal at the Comic Con. Oh, I've been thinking about that. I can't even get mad. I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. Yeah. No, they used to do that with um people dressed up like Luigi, like the Luigi Death Stare. Oh, and just yeah, go around beating people with, with turtle shells. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Alright. See? Do it. So anyways, dudes, if you're in New York City around the vicinity, even if you're not going to Comic Con uh, hit us up on Facebook, and we will drink a pint, and we'll talk about things we cannot mention on this podcast due to reasons. You got it. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless, uh, <laughs> check it out. I, I, I almost, I almost talked out with Victor for a second. Right. I was about to say he was trying to contact us, wasn't he? Yeah, dude. I was about to hang out with him, and then fate intervened. <laughs> fate intervened, and a fa- he had, like, a family emergency, like, the hour before I was supposed to meet him, and so he had to leave. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, so next time, Victor, next time, dude. 
Yeah, come see us in New York Comic Con because our younger shitbird brother will be there also. Dude, the myth, the legend. I'm sure yeah. he'll tell you any any story we have like not done justice to. He will tell you the whole version. Yeah, it's pretty good. And we're going to make some new ones, though. Yes, new brothers so. all the time. Well, I, mean, I was going to say make new stories for those three oh. days or something, so too. I was just going to say, just got to hook our mom up with some uh, virile young young men. or oh. Save those embryos, right? <laughs> oh, you're getting weird on me She's now. old. She's way no. old. We're definitely going to make some, some new memories <laughs> during Comic-Con week. Awesome. All right. Uh, we'll see you dudes next week. Peace. Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall